Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling podcast and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which is fucked up. Wildcard. I, I hate it. I hate it too, so now Raw is smacked out of smacked out as Raw. Everything sucks, everything's on fire, but at least we have 205 Live, we have NXT, which was really good this week. Or at least the main event. A couple. There were some good things on NXT this week. And it was half of a good show, let's say. That's yeah. true. I, I, yeah, I only I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three quarters of a good show. Okay. And of course, coming up at, at the end of this month, only a couple weeks away, double or nothing. It's coming up in a week and a half. Strangely, is Money in the Bank, and I know that we kind of had what? that conversation that? last week. What's that? But like. It's, you know, it's a pay-per-view. They hang a briefcase and they're like, Let a match! Wait, no, sorry. That company's dead. Remember that used to be cool? Yeah. I, I mean, look, man. I would still say that, like, as bad as, you know, well, I mean, look. Maybe not bad, but as middling in quality as Lucha Underground Season 4 was, still a lot better than anything that happened in the WWE this week except for NXT. Yep. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet, as well as my cat that is like freaking the fuck out in the other room. I might have to let her in. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you that, hey, we're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. Check us out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions, your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. That's, that's all I, that's big, all I got. Big news this week in video games. Yes, there is big news, Owen. What was the big? What's I your big news? Beaten Breath of the Wild. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you redownloaded Fortnite. Fuck no! Damn. I'm never. I'm never doing that. Also, I have it installed already. I'm just not going to play it again uh, well, because I don't care. I mean, you, you might want to join me in Red Bash if we're gonna play it soon. Yeah. I'd be willing to play Rocket League, but I don't know about. I that. play both. I'm play there. Both. That's why I said Rocket League. Well, I'm going to talk big news with you about both of those games. But tell me first about Breath of the Wild. That's a good video game. I you beat, beat the it. Calamity I, Man. I, I still have more side missions and other things to do. I, I don't have all the shrines. I don't and have... You want to know a secret? There's always more to do. I mean, yeah, there's like a ton of DLC that I haven't even touched and like all that shit. But yeah, I don't know. I, I still got to do even Tide Isle. That shit's hard. Yeah, that shit is hard. That's a good video game that I really like. I started I, playing Sushi Striker again. I saw because I've been watching you on my friends list on the Switch. That's Sushi Striker is a cool game. I I've forgot that. I forgot how cool that is. Maybe I should. I should probably video shames that. That would be neat. Yeah. Why not? The one thing I don't like about that game is that it's the the unlock system. I understand it and I, I get why they do it. But like the fact that you basically have to get like I don't know halfway through the game maybe maybe a little less than that the story mode seems pretty fucking long um but like the fact that you need to get like i'd say probably a good four or five hours into the single player before you unlock the ability to play online that's kind of fucked it is kind of fucked then i haven't even tried the online because it's like at, at the point it's i will say there's a lot going on in sushi striker for a game that has a very weird and simple premise and is a cool idea on like an action puzzle game but mm-hmm. i don't know 
Nice. I think I like it more than it is actually good. Which is a weird thing to say, but it's how I feel. It's, it's a sickness. I get it. I don't even know it was a sickness. It's just, it's like, I think that the... I think that the mechanic itself is very fun. I think that the way that they implement the mechanic is not necessarily great. And I think that there's a lot of like weird systems and things that are going on that are really cool in concept. And, but like in practice, I think maybe overcomplicate things too much, but like it's such weird fucking chaos. And like you're constantly getting positive reinforcement for basically everything you do and like leveling up your creatures and getting like, they're basically evolving them like Pokemon and like collecting different sushi sprites and all these things. Like, I don't know. There's, there's still, there's enough there that it's like, even if I think that maybe the, the base mechanics have problems at their core that maybe make it not like a great puzzle game, there's a lot going on there that I think is really fun that I'm still like having a fucking blast with it. Awesome. So you're saying that they could, that if they put out a second game and kind of tightened it up, it would be perfect. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like, I, I could see this being just like a weird one-off thing. And like, I think, I think I'd be okay with that. But, like, yeah, if they, if they could tighten it up and maybe put out, like, a sequel or something that, like, maybe had a little bit more going on. Uh, like, maybe not, like, a little bit more going on in, like, terms of the mechanics, because I, I do think that they need to, like, streamline some of that. But, like, maybe more of than just, like, here's this long fucking single player where it's, like, it's got a crazy story that's, like, not, that's pretty fun and, and cutesy, but also, like, it's long. Like I said, like, I feel like I'm only, like, halfway through it, if not, like, less and I've probably played, like, five, six hours of that game. Bang. Yeah, it's significant. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's what you've been playing. Do you want to hear my big game news? Sure, Owen. Fortnite. I regret this already. So you don't know anything that's been going on in the last season with the pirate shit, right? Mm-hmm. I literally, the only things I know about Fortnite are Avengers mode. Which is great. And there was a volcano that destroyed Tilted Towers. They finally did the thing that they should have done a long time yep, ago. And, that and was the news. The, the fucked volca- up Tilted there was, Towers. There was a volcano that appeared at the beginning of the season. It's the end of the season and it erupted. It killed Retail Row and it killed Tilted Towers. Why did. What does a volcano have to do with pirates? But the pirate stuff was separate, and there's, like, also Volcano, because tropical stuff. Okay, I mean, I don't identify pirates with tropical stuff, but sure. Well, I mean, the, the Volcano was unrelated, because the whole event of that was uh, the the Loot Lake, you know, the, the lake where you get all the treasure chests dried up, and there's a secret vault under it, and it, during a big event, it opened up and had everyone choose what old weapon that was vaulted, is going to be re-released. And then, once everyone popped out, the volcano erupted and blew shit up. Okay. So it's everyone's fault. They they caused this. I don't understand how these events work. Like, because they're, they're not directing you into there, right? So how does people find this? Like, how does it happen? Well, I mean, like, the clues are all by word of mouth. Like, people are going through the map, and they've been seeing hints at it. And then, finally... Like a couple days before the event at the the loot lake, there, a timer appeared, 
to mm. let you know when the event was going to happen. And then when it's event time, they put a limited time mode in so that, you know, you can't be killed and then not be able to watch the event. You can respawn. Okay. So then everyone gathers. Because I was about to say, like, this, it feels like this has to work on, like, a, an honor system of, like, all right, nobody's going to shoot each other because we all want to see this event. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Marshmallow uh, <clears throat> concert. They made a special thing where you respawned. And then also a bunch of crazy shit happened in that, and it was really cool. But yeah, I wasn't home to watch the uh, the vault event, but I did see a video of the volcano killing things, and that was neat. I think I think the Fortnite thing of constantly evolving and you know having these little storylines is fun. It's innovative. I I think it's cool. It's a really cool way to build a story and like keep evolving this universe i completely agree with you i think it's a really smart and neat idea i just honestly i just wish i liked battle royale games that's what it comes down to is i just don't like this kind of game like i kind of enjoyed like apex legends the most out of all of these but like even that like i just i haven't felt any need to go back to it after that last time we played yeah like, like when it comes to Fortnite, I have more fun in the the weird side modes that they put out. Like the Avengers thing was neat, and like the Team Rumble where it's fifty on fifty and you respawn is neat. Like I like that stuff, not the you drop and then die instantly stuff. And also, you know, if you get to play with friends, you're just shooting shit while also shooting shit. So yeah, but you know, fun. I feel like there's other games that you could do that, and I have more fun with. Yeah, but I mean, it's more of a mindless thing. It's like, ah, whatever, just jump in, jump out, jump back in. I mean, I'm just saying, if you want a game that's a mindless jump in, jump out, just fuck around and talk to your friends and have fun... I'm not playing Destiny. I did that already. really good game for that, that Rhythm Bastard and I just played on a stream. I'm not doing Sunset Overdrive. Fuck you, Sunset Overdrive is great! No, because then I won't want shit to shit, I want to focus on all the weird shit happening in the game. I mean, it's most, I mean, maybe it's just because I've, like, maxed out everything because I played that fucking game so much. But for me, yeah, and, like, I, you know, I just know all the, like, the challenges because they're basically all the same uh, in the multiplayer. But, like, I don't know, for me, it's literally just like, all right, I'm just going to endlessly grind on this thing in a loop and just, like, make everything blow up all the time. Yeah, see, I understand that for you, but for me, it's just, hey, we're going to run around this map and shoot some things and chat. It's right. fine. Well, when, when me and River the Bastard set up uh, playing it soon, because Season nine's dropping, I think, like, tomorrow, then I'll, I'll throw you an invite. If you don't want to come, it's fine. I will accept your invite, and then get on Video Chains of Sunset Overdrive. Good stuff. And do a Rebel stream. Damn. Fuck all y'all. Another game with uh, Battle Pass is Rocket League, which okay. I've been playing a lot of. Still Rocket League? Rocket League's cool as hell, man. It is a good game. Yeah, and also, now they have, like, weekly challenges and and the Battle Pass where you can unlock, like, really cool shit. It's a good game. I wish they were not microtransactioning it all to hell. And also, I feel like it's just going to get worse now that they're owned by the Epic. Yeah. Well, see, I keep getting these crates, and I ignore them. And all I did was I paid the $10 for the the battle pass thing and i'm like yeah i'll see up these keys to buy the next battle pass with i've I'm yeah fine. i'm a i'm gonna be honest i've i've had 
I've had a serious issue with this game for a while, in part because of the crates. Yeah, I've, I've just ignored the crates, because I don't care. Every time I get a crate, I am pissed. See, I got to the point where I'm just like, oh, it's a crate, ignore. Like, you know, I, I know I made this point last week. Actually, I, I didn't make this point last week. I made this point to you off the air. But mm-hmm. I will say it here for the public to know. Yo... That shit is barely okay in Dota and Team Fortress 2. The only reason it's acceptable is because those games are free. To be fair, I I got Rocket League for free. You did get Rocket League for free, but, like, that is a pay game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was free for the first month on PSN. That's how a lot of people got it. We know. I know plenty of people that, like, legit paid money for Rocket League. Mm-hmm. including myself multiple times because I bought it for $40 on the fucking switch. Wow. And then con- proceeded to buy like all of the cars that didn't come with that deluxe edition. Damn. See, I just, I bought the back to the future car and I bought the Batman car because I'm a sucker. And then I said, well, this, this battle pass thing will give me a lot of fun for a couple months. So I'll give them ten dollars. That's fine. It's not random. I know what I'm getting. Again, yeah, I'm not... I ignore I ignore the the crates entirely. My problem again, it's it's with just the fact that there's a battle pass in a game that is a is a pay game at all. Like if you're going to do that, I I understand it. But you know what? In that case, then you shouldn't be charging for Rocket League at all. Just make it free to play. If that's good. what you want, if that's what you want to do, make it a free to play game. The fact that you are making it a that it is a game that you have to pay an entry fee to get into, and then they do a bunch of that fucking free to play bullshit on top of it, like fuck mm-hmm. you. I, I feel like they're gonna get to that point, especially being owned by Epic. I'm sure that they are, and that's. But I feel like they should have done it already. If yeah. this is what they want, if this is what they want to do, they should have done that. Otherwise, what? Because I think that right now their business model is exploitative, and it honestly turns me off of the game. It's it's why I haven't really wanted to play it. Honestly, I mean, in part, also in part because, admittedly, my like fucking friends in New York are really fucking into it, and like I'm really into it. Burned me the fuck out on it because we played it so much. Ah, I see. I I, I get that. But yeah, if you ever get back into it, I'm I'm playing it because I got that that rocket pass. I've been considering it. I mean, that that is the nice thing about like you know, as much as I did pay a lot of money for it. Eh, actually, I I paid like twenty five bucks for it. Now that I think about it, because I got it on sale. Uh, but like you know, that was the nice thing about pay, buying it again on Switch was that like you know, it's not the, it's clearly not the best version, but like it fucking looks good enough. And I can play it lying in my bed, so that's cool. Yeah, and also, because of the Rocket ID thing, we can party up. Yeah, and the the fact that they finally did that is great. Yeah, like, that's the thing, like, my girlfriend has it on Switch as well, and then I was like, well, you know, just log with that Rocket ID, then I can keep my PS4 version, and we can still play together. Like, the Rocket ID stuff they, they added is crazy. Which, admittedly, I think that was always something that was on the back end. It was just, like, they never, like, surfaced it to people. Yeah, I mean, but you could, like, do private matches, like, you know, uh, between consoles, but you couldn't actually, like, do a party and have, like, yeah, a friends list. Yeah, I know. neat that they added that stuff. Yeah, so. I know. I was just adding a clarification there. But, yeah, it doesn't make it any less fucking cool. You know what sucks, though? The one thing about the Rocket ID? What? 
is that it doesn't carry over between platforms. Yeah, I know. I, like, that's the one thing I get, like, like about Fortnite, is, like, I can play it on my PS4, or I can play it on my iPad. All my progress carries over. All my unlocks and purchases carry over. It's- I mean, the thing about Fortnite, though, and that I will say to their credit, like, you know, that I will say in, in Psyonix's defense, rather, is that, like, clearly Fortnite was designed for that. Mm-hmm. They, it was built on it was built on the idea because it started as a PC thing and then came to consoles later. Like it was started on the idea of you have this epic ID that you are using to play this game and we have in your information. So now like, oh, well, you know, you're if you want to just play it on these other systems, well, you're having to sign in with your epic ID anyway, so we already know who you are. So, like, yeah, we can just, like, connect it to this. Let's go. Whereas, like, you know, in, in Psyonix's defense, like, Rocket League, they've had to, they've literally had to build that thing. They've had to build it from nothing because, like, you know, instead they just had, well, you know, obviously we have some, like, things on the back end to, like, make it so we can connect other, other certain things. But, like, hey, you know, for the most part, the infrastructure for playing this video game is, well, you either have your PlayStation network or your Xbox Live or right. s- playing it through Steam. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the one positive out of this epic news is maybe they'll bring that stuff over to this and give you like a merge account option, which would be nice, but, you know... It would be, but I could also see it being a lot of fucking development work that, like, maybe it makes more sense. Like, maybe it makes more sense when you think about it. Like, they just let Rocket League, this Rocket League, live in its own bubble, and then they just say, all right, this is done. We're moving our support over to a new new free-to-play Rocket League that everybody gets into. Like, yeah, maybe that's the solution here is that, like, Rocket League doesn't go free to play, but, like, they make a new Rocket League that's pretty much just, you know, regular ass fucking Rocket League. You can even just, like, say, like, Rocket League free or Rocket League fucking two or if you really want, but just, like, you know, make it so that, like, you just go, hey, if you want to keep playing this, move over to this other thing. We'll, we'll figure out a way to carry over your stats and your other stuff, and then, but, like, it's going to be built with an epic ID in mind so that, like, you can do that. As long as they let my purchases carry over, I'll be fine with that. That is true. That, that, I, that I, would I be important. I want my Batmobile. Yeah. Which I'm sure is a lot of licensing nightmares, but also it's epic. And they got Marvel shit. Like, I bought the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Star-Lord outfit for that game, and now I have that forever. It's crazy. 40% of Epic is owned by one of the biggest technology companies in the world. I think they'll be fine. It's true. Hey, John. Fucking Tencent. Fucking Tencent. They also own the Supercell. No, I'm I'm aware. Like, wait. Wait, they own Supercell? Thought so. I thought I thought Activision bought them. I thought Tencent did. 
Oh, maybe it was Tencent. I don't know. I, I, maybe I thought I thought it was Activision when they and they did that when they bought King. But it, you know what? It's either one or the other. Let's be honest. Everything is owned by Tencent, and like I know that a lot of people have some weird fucking issues with Tencent, mostly that are racist because they're like, oh my god, fucking Chinese company. But also, like, yeah, maybe it's not cool that Tencent literally seemingly owns like every fucking video game thing ever. Like, maybe it's kind of problematic that like you know. There's all these issues with, you know, PUBG and fucking uh, Fortnite, and Tencent has their hand in both of them. Yeah. Clash Royale's so cool. Smash the state, y'all. We're not talking about Clash Royale. No, we're not. That's banned. They did change a lot of stuff in it, but we we don't need to go into it. It's banned. They made it good, but okay. It's No, you can't make it good. No, they actually did. Like, I actually want to play the 1v1 mode. I refuse to believe that. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. Not not on the podcast. We've been talking about non-wrestling things for, like, 20 minutes now. Holy shit, dude. You know why, John? Because I don't want to talk about wrestling, but we're going well, to. It's just going to make it longer, so we might as well just rip the band-aid off and get it over with. All right, fine. Wrestling news. <laughs> Hey, John. Yes, Owen. Well, I, I didn't write this in the notes, but uh, one of the big news is, is that beginning of June, they're going to do NXT TakeOver 25. I can't believe they're calling it that. Because Triple H is okay with Roman numerals. It's not, it's Vince that hates them. It's true. It's just like... Also, you John, could... do you really want to call NXT TakeOver Bristol, Connecticut? No, I don't, but... Exactly. You know, remember when they used to have cool names? Yes. Does it have a cool name? Like, 25? Cool Come on. It's a big deal. I guess. Whatever, it's, it's, that's happening, it's gonna be cool. And also, yeah. holy shit, it's like really soon. I'm considering going to it, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't it's have any to, money. It's Yeah, I don't have any money either, but like... It's close enough that I can Metro North it. Yeah, but also I'm going to be in Cincinnati that weekend. It, it's funny, I I, I, did, I had this get-together there last year, and it was during an NXT TakeOver, so all the wrestling fans kind of went into a corner and watched it live on an As iPad. As you do. And then we were setting up th- this uh, the one this year, and there was no TakeOver there, and I said... Randomly, I'm like, man, I wish there was a takeover there so we could all watch it together again. And then they announced one. When did the tickets go on sale? Uh, I'm going to assume Friday. Because it's got to be soon. If you go, I want a live report. Sure. But yeah, that'd be cool. So I just wanted to say that off the top of the top of the news since I forgot to write it down. Oh, shit. I got breaking news for you. Uh, What's up? Uh... So apparently, Dominic Dijakovic is out with a fucking knee surgery. Good. Maybe he can come back with a better gimmick. Damn. Come on, man. You no, know. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Exactly. It's fucked up. So hope he's okay, but also fuck that character that he was doing. Yeah, it was a really bad gimmick. Uh, hey, John. Yes, Owen. So, uh, WWE did this... We're having all-time low ratings, and everything was terrible, and then 
they dragged Vince out and he made the TV show worse. He sure did. Oh, I've got bad news for you. Yeah? The ratings for Raw and SmackDown both went up. I'm aware, but let's also put this into perspective here. But also, John, the Raw rating going up while going against a double header of NBA playoffs is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy, don't get me wrong, but also, like, you know... Let's be honest, like, they did a good job of, you know, I know that some people don't appreciate this and thought that they didn't do a good job, but I I think that they did a good job of, like, building up Mystique for fucking Raw this week of being like, is Roman Reigns going to show up? Are they going to, what's this crazy announcement that's going to happen? And, like, you know, their whole thing that they did on social media, like, no, Roman's not fucking showing up. He's not allowed to show up. He will be arrested if he shows up. And then, of course, Roman fucking shows up. Like... I don't know. I, I thought that they did a, a good job of selling what was the most garbage fucking Raw ever. And again, let's be honest here. Yeah, the ratings went up for both of them, but the ratings are still in the fucking toilet. Yeah, I, I hope this. Is, I just hope this that they don't continue to do this shit and the and the trend keeps going up. Like, yeah, SmackDown did better this week. Like, you have it here as like four percent better. Five percent for SmackDown, four percent for Raw. Oh, okay. So five, it did 5% better. It was still under 2 million viewers. True. But I, the problem with this is that WWE thinks that this is going to be a good thing and they're going to keep doing the wild card. Well, I mean, in fairness, the rumor going around uh, that I've heard, uh, you know, and again, dirt sheets, but like, the rumors that I've heard is, yeah, of course, obviously, this was in part because it's a last-ditch effort to save the fucking ratings and, like, figure something out that they can do to get people interested. But also, another thing that I heard is that uh, NBC and Fox maybe not super into the idea of the brand split. Yeah. Like, Vince, the the rumor that I was re- reading has postulated that, like, the reason that there really is a brand split still is because Vince really likes the idea of the two different products having two different identities and superstars. Like, I agree. I like that, too. I, I don't disagree. Like, I think it can work if you're willing to actually do it right. But, like, I also get where Fox and, and NBC are supposedly coming, allegedly coming from, of being like, no, but, like, we want the big stars and we want these shows to be, like, successful and get us ratings. So you need to give us the big people. Why can't they split up the big people? Why can't they build up the, the two br- rosters that have... Actual superstars. Why can't they? That's what I'm asking. uh, That's a good question. Why haven't they been able to do that for almost a decade now? Yeah, because they've had The Rock and John Cena to rely on. That's why. And because Vince is a senile old man that doesn't know how to build stars anymore. Yep. You know who does, though? What's that? Triple H. Well, yes, but... But every time his he builds a star, they come to the main roster, and they get destroyed. Yeah, so it's all for naught, basically. Yeah. For now. Yeah, but it needs to come sooner. Yeah, I wish, but he's gonna live forever, so... 
Oh well. Hey John, you want more news? He looked really old this week, I gotta say. He looks old every time. He's gonna live forever though. You know what's gonna happen when he dies, right? No. They're gonna weaken at Bernie's him. I was thinking they were gonna like uh embalm him like Mao and just like you people can come visit his corpse in Tiananmen Square. They're gonna upload his consciousness into a computer. Please don't. Vince is the network. It is him. I'm pretty sure that that already exists. It's just that weird racist Microsoft Twitter bot. Oh, jeez, I haven't seen that. Oh, you never saw that? Yeah, Microsoft has a weird Twitter bot. Oh, right, they shut it down immediately, didn't they? Yeah, they shut it down immediately because people taught it to be racist. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say that they brought it back. It's like, oh, God. Oh, they brought it back, and they brought it back and apparently, like, programmed it not to be racist. Yeah, but, but can't, the can't fact that they didn't consider that the bot would be immediately turned racist by people on Twitter. What are you doing, Microsoft? It's Twitter. What are you doing? It's Twitter. Jesus. Have you seen the, what Jack Dorsey's been doing lately? Showing up on Joe Rogan and Sam Harris's podcast? Oh, Jesus, no. ProWrestling.cool. We're a wrestling website. In 2019, which means that we're the number one source for knowledge on American politics. It's true. Speaking of things that aren't happening here, but are happening here, but we're talking about the things that aren't happening here. True. Hey, John. Yeah? They put out info for Double or Nothing's UK uh, broadcasting. They also put out info for the Casino Battle Royale. Uh, Yeah, they did that this week, too. That's what it's called now. and That's a fun name. I think it's. I think the idea is cool. The whole thing of that, like they're going to do it sort of Royal Rumble style, where like five people come out every five minutes uh, until there's the t- until they get to the twenty first person who just comes out last, lucky twenty one. Uh, whoever goes over the top rope last gets uh, a title shot. Yeah, it's pretty good for the soon to be revealed AEW championship. Yeah, it's a it's a cool concept. I like it. Yeah, it's neat. But John, you know what's really neat? What's that, Owen? Double or Nothing is going to be on ITV pay-per-view in the UK. Is, is that really neat, or is that expected? No, it's not expected, because they're like this really big broadcast where they don't really, haven't really dipped their toe into like this kind of wrestling stuff. So this is kind of new for them. Well, wait, who does who carries WWE then? Is that Sky? Sky. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's Sky Box Office. Okay, then I, I guess I did not understand that there were different pay-per-view providers yep. in here. Is it like a different cable companies or something like that? It's kind of like a net broadcast, a different broadcast network. They give options. It's not America. People get choice. Weird. Choice? I, What's that? Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're going to have a one-hour pre-show at, uh, on ITV4, which is a, you know, a broadcast channel that they have. Before, the kickoff, the, yep. the kickoff to Double or Nothing, which mm-hmm. will include the Casino Battle Royale, and also one more match that they just announced. What is it? Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara. Nice. That should be yeah. Fun. They were both supposed to be in the Battle Royale, so, huh. I guess they found more people to get into the Battle Royale. Maybe. But yeah, um, then it's going to switch over to the ITV pay-per-view, and then they announced the price. 
Okay. It's going to be fourteen ninety five. It's you know fourteen point nine five pounds. Fourteen pounds ninety five pence. That's yeah. I, I don't know how British money works, but yeah, that's really fucking pounds cheap. Are do- pounds or dollars, pence or or change or you know pennies. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. Fifteen pounds, little man. Put that shit in my hand. That's that's Cody's new song. So that's so for people that live in you know fun, happy fascism land like we do. That's about thirty bucks. Yeah, but also you know you can't say that when Brexit's happening. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's weird. Fun, happy fascism land. They're sad, depressing, raining all the time. Fascism land. Oh, okay. That that makes more sense. Excuse me, pence. That makes more pence. There you go. See, I I, I figured it out. But yeah, um, that's fucked up. Why are they getting so much cheaper? I mean, are they getting it cheaper? It's probably going to be like forty gonna, bucks here. It's going to be like fifty-five bucks for HD. Come on. No, it's going to be forty bucks on the fight app. Yeah, on the app. But if you want to get it on TV, like they're getting it, it'll be way more expensive. Well, because cable companies are shit, is why. Yeah, yeah. And also, you can get it on TV. Go to the Fight app. Broadcast that shit to your Apple TV. Problem solved. I'm going to see if the Fight app has a built-in thing. It does. Okay. No, it does. It literally, when you start the show, it literally asks you, hey, how do you want to watch this? You want to Chromecast this? You want to just play it on the device? You want to send it to an... A- do you want to AirPlay it? No, I don't, I don't mean AirPlay. I mean that native app. On the Apple TV. Yeah. Oh, if they have a native app. Um, I don't know. I don't have a new Apple TV. I'll have to look into this. If that's if that's the case, it's much cheaper. Probably going to say, fuck it. I hope the screen quality is good. And just watch it there. I've generally not had any problems with, with the Fight app. I had, you know, I, I remember hearing that people had problems with uh, All In. I did not. Well, that's good. I'll, I'll, I might take the risk. We'll see how it goes. You know who's not going to have any issue with the buffering when watching who's that? Uh, our, our pal Oscar, he's he's going. Well, yeah, because he's a crazy person. He's a crazy person. And but, also he's and also he's dead. So I mean, everyone's dead really on the inside. But uh, point being, he's not here to talk about the XFL news. Yeah, he didn't send me any XFL news. That's fucked up. I can't I didn't write, believe this is happening. I, I I I mentioned it before. No one believed me. Like, do you not remember like a month or so two ago I mentioned this and you I like, do remember and like, I couldn't believe funny. it then. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" No, like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck? And I understand. I understand the idea that like this is. They're not paying, they're not getting any revenue to pay this. It's basically like, uh, the company will, like, the, the t- television networks will cover the cost of producing, like, the individual games, but, like, they're not sharing their ad revenue, they're not doing any of that stuff, or they might be sharing the ad revenue. But, like, it's basically, like, a not really much cost to the networks here. But the major networks are showing the XFL? Yeah, dude, ABC, Fox, ESPN, and FS1. What the fuck, man? Vizic Man somehow has a way of talking to these people, and I don't know what it is. 
And I mean, I guess it, it, look, it makes sense when you think about it. It's the two people that he has a fucking deal with. You're two of the three people he has a deal with. Yeah. Like, they got that weird, they got that weird deal with, with Disney via ESPN and the, whatever the fuck is going on with them. Yeah. Like, where they're kind of flirting with being cool with each other, but not really. Well, this is clearly cool with them. Well, yeah, definitely. And then fucking, like, Fox, because of the SmackDown connection. I feel like that's part of... The XFL was part of the WWE deal. I feel like that... they Vince promised him that along with it. Hmm. That's my suspicion. That's why the Fox deal happened. Alright. Shit's crazy. And also, WWE's gonna be... Or, excuse me, Alpha Entertainment's gonna be taking a big loss on this. But the reason they're doing it is that, so for the first three years, they take it at a loss, but they build up a following. So that at, when they renegotiate the deal, then they can, you know, sell the rights. I fucking hope not. I mean, I don't, I, who knows? I'm not, I'm, I'm going to watch like one, the, the first game and that's it. I, I don't need more football. Why, 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 why the football man kneel? I don't know, Owen. But here's something I do know. I just looked it up. There is a native Fight TV app on the Apple TV. Fantastic. There's also one for the Roku, uh, and apparently there's a weird way that you can uh, stream stream it. You don't need to fucking get an app for it for the Xbox One. You can just play it from your iPhone somehow. Yeah, they, they could do that. The Xbox is weird. That's you can, strange. You can pretty much airplay stuff to it. It's weird. I like that they're... I like that fights uh, telling you how to do it, play it on a PS4 is literally to use the browser to go to their website. That's crazy. That's... But, no. But yeah, the uh, the YouTube no, app... No, guys. The YouTube app also does that with the Xbox, where you can just send something, a YouTube video over to the Xbox. YouTube app used to do that for a bunch of stuff. Like, I could used to be able to do it with the PS4. I don't know why it doesn't work on some things. Like, why can't I do it on the Switch? That'd be cool. Is there a YouTube app on the Switch? Yeah. Because Nintendo's weird, that's why. Alright, fair. And also, come on, you're using the Switch handheld already. Not when I'm watching YouTube, I'm watching it on my TV. Well, you're special. Thank you. You're welcome. Good job. I'm done talking about news. All right. Let's move into the section that will never be changed from what I made it in the notes weeks ago. Bad oh, no, shows. Of course not. I'm, I'm Especially this week, I'm keeping that. Especially forever, we're keeping that. Hold on, John. Yes, Owen. Um, I'm looking at these notes, and we're talking about main event. WWE Main Event is a show that airs somewhere. I don't fucking know where. On Hulu? It goes up on Hulu every Thursday because I guess it airs Wednesdays somewhere? Overseas. Does it... Is it? Is that where it's playing now? Yeah. They still have the, the theme song, the the fake Boulay Boulay Boom song. Oh, yeah, because the CFO people made it. I guess that makes sense. Did Got rid of that licensed song and replaced it with this weird generic thing that they'll never change. I, I think it's fine. 
it's, you know, it's fine. It's just like, I don't know. I kind of, I wish the superstars was still a thing. Yeah, so do I. Because I like the superstar song more. Yeah, and I also like that people from both brands could be represented. Eh. Because one had, one brand had one show and the other brand had the other show. Eh. Whatever. John, why are we talking about main event? Because we need to talk about the first match back for the Mojo fucking Raleigh. Yeah, you you demanded I watch this, and I did. He has a hood that was way too big. As you do. As, he as- has eye makeup that I guess is supposed to be veins, but it mostly just looks like someone fucking scribbled on his face with like a blue pen. Well, yeah, but also that's not what that is. What is it supposed to be? I think it's, like, glass cracking. Like he's All cracked. I know is... All I know is that I keep seeing it, and all I think is Sad Glacier. Yeah, he didn't shoot any uh, ice balls, though, so I don't know. He didn't do any kicks, either. He also didn't say that his, the blood runs cold in that promo he did on Raw. It's true. Yeah, that's another thing we need to talk about. So, another wonderful idea that this company has come up with is, hey, we don't have enough time on these on these two shows, five hours of content that we do. What if we start having people come out and cut promos during the commercial breaks? Yeah, they did it on SmackDown, too. That was weird. They sure did. Like, hey, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy and the Iconics. Oh, the Iconics. I like the Iconics. Put them on TV. It's just fucking bizarre to me that, like, the same company that had the harebrained idea of, oh, our ratings are shit, I know how to fix them, let's just not put the things on YouTube until later. That'll convince people to watch the show. I guess what, and then, I just yeah. waited. I just waited until they were on YouTube and then I watched them. Yeah, like, what? Not that hard. And yet the same company's like, Let's just do a bunch of shit that we're just going to put exclusively on YouTube. Yeah, now we're talking. After we, like, killed all of our YouTube shows, except for, like, the the video game show that, like, one of our people just does by himself, basically. Up, up, down, down's really good. Up, down, down is really good. But, like, I don't give WWE any credit for that. I give it all to fucking Xavier. Put Tyler Breeze on SmackDown, you assholes. Let him have his best friend. Also put Batista on SmackDown. How big is Batista SmackDown? Yeah! Sorry. The point is, Mojo came out and cut that bad promo on Raw. And he had even more of the scribbles on his face! You you know this was taped, like, after the main event match, so he just went and said, I need more. No, it wasn't. What? But the main main event's taped before Raw. Yeah, but the main event match was from last week. Shit, you're right. We didn't talk about it because it appeared on Thursday. I don't know how time works, John. Yes. Whatever. Main main event technically airs after our after we do the show. Great. 
Uh, we just don't cover it because it's fucking main event. Are you kidding me? Just wait until SmackDown moves to Fridays. That's gonna throw us all the way the fuck off. Sure is. We're, we're gonna be covering the week the previous of SmackDown. And then not Raw. And then not Raw. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm down with that. Or, alternatively... Both of these shows die, and we just cu- and we just become exclusively an AEW New Japan podcast. No, sorry, Fox and uh, NBC will not allow that. I mean, if the ratings keep being this bad, they might just let them die. That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty great if they canceled the shows. They technically have the power to do that. They sure do. But John, let's see what the Paramount Network's up to. No, they're going to go to Pop TV. Come on. Shit. <laughs> Man, but this Mojo shit. What the fuck? He escaped the 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 room. I'm glad he escaped the the Stardust prison room. Well, you know why? Cuz Alistair Black kicked him out. Yeah, it's that's true. They can only fit one person in the in the dark room at, at once. That's not true. It's the the it was Cosmic Wasteland were all in there. Yeah, but they were a package deal. Fair. Man, remember one, the Ascension? One gimmick. Where are they? Where's the Ascension? They're technically on Raw now, I think? No, but where are they? Oh, in catering. Are they? Did they even, like, send them there? Like, I haven't seen them on anything. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. They're yeah, probably remember, doing house shows or something. Remember the Ascension? Not really. No. Remember Danger Zone? What? Or the Surf Dudes with Attitudes? You remember, remember, remember Southpaw? Yeah. Southpaw was cool. Can we be a Southpaw podcast? Yes. Here's the first episode. Fuck you, Chris Jericho. Season two was good. You're just a whiner. It's true. It was good. I'll admit, maybe it wasn't as good as the first one. But still, they actually told the story of of Susan destroying his life. (laughs) Fun Chet Chetterson's life. And that was really funny. He's really good. Make more Southpaw, you fucking cowards. Get KFC on the phone. Or Old Spice. Or how about we sponsor it? Patreon.cool. Yeah, how much money would it take? Patreon.cool and we'll find out. You know what? I'm in. If if, if we get up to $1,000 a month, we will contact the WWE. There's a new stretch goal. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. Anything else about this main event? No. Okay. Just you think I watched anything other than this? Because I was like, wait, what? Mojo's back? The Iconics wrestled. Sure they did. Like, they fought Alicia Fox and someone else I don't remember who's bad. Anyway. Do you want to talk about Raw and SmackDown? No, I don't. Sorry, I was muted there. But, like, I 
guess you're going to force me to, so... They're the same show! Good news! He's a genius! Ah, I had epiphany! So, I want to start by talking about the dumb postulations that bad internet people are making. Okay. Are, are we bad internet people? Yes, but not that bad. Okay. Not this kind of bad. So bad pe- internet people are suggesting that, like, you know, here's the thing. So Meltzer has been saying that he's been hearing things like TV executives are thinking that wrestling is cold right now. You don't say. And that they're getting potentially getting cold feet on, th- like, you know, paying for wrestling because they're just like, no, oh, the entire business is in a slump because of how bad things are going for WWE. It's true. People on the internet are postulating, what if Vince is doing this intentionally? What? What if he is intentionally making the show bad and intentionally driving people away and trying to make it seem like the business is cold right now because he's doing this so he can, let's say, for example, uh, get rid of a competitor that is trying to get a television deal and fuck them on a deal so that they can't get anything. Meanwhile, Vince, being that, like, WWE has been making a ton of fucking money lately, can just ride it out for a while because, you know, they got some money in the bank. John? They're making reference profits. They could do it. John? Yes? These people are fucking stupid. These people are fucking stupid, and that is, like, the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I don't I don't know. I've heard of a similarly stupid idea over the and past And yet... Week. Don't, and don't, yet, Owen? Don't, don't, don't say it's true. I'm not going to say it's true, but when you look at a show like this week and the absolute fucking nightmare insanity that Vince is putting on that doesn't make any sense, and he's basically saying straight up, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever, who cares? You people are too dumb to fucking change the channel or for it to make a difference anyway. It's hard for me to actually question it. No, he's not doing it int- intentionally. He's just bad at this. I'm aware that he's just bad at this, and, like, you know, obviously Occam's Razor here. Simplest answer is always the correct one. Vince is just old and out of his goddamn mind. All that said, though, there's still a part of me that buys into that conspiracy, because you have to feel like you can't just be this bad on accident. John, are you also buying into the Sonic theory, too? No. Because this sounds very much like that. And for people who don't know, it's a theory that they intentionally made the Sonic uh, model a nightmare so that, you know, it would get attention and then they would bring out the real one. It's like, fuck off. No, they didn't. Someone thought this was a good idea and the director said, this is a terrible idea. And then guess what? It was a terrible idea. They literally leaked the designs of Sonic months ago and... People on the internet had a shit fit. Hell, those those leaks were better than what we got. They were better than what we got, but, like, the point being, people were shitting on those leaks when they came out if it's not like they didn't have the capacity to know. They just didn't. They were just like, oh, those are just internet people. This is going to be fine. Guess what? It wasn't, turns out. Yeah. Turns out. Now they're going to make another one a million times worse. 
you know you know what they're gonna do, right? No. They're gonna take Ben Schwartz and they're gonna just paint him blue and green screen him into the seats. He's I'd be okay with that. He's gonna just be like dress- that live action cartoon, the live action uh, short of the little kid dressed up as Sonic. I don't know what that is. The, the, you don't remember the really depressing one? You mean the thing from Sonic Boom where he inceptions out too far and like inceptions into the no. actual voice actor? No, it's the one that you sent me forever ago. Oh, I'm going to look it up. You talk about bad wrestling. I'm confused by this. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but now I really want to know. Anyway, yeah, they're doing this bad wildcard thing where I guess three, but maybe four uh, Raw wrestlers can appear on SmackDown every week and vice versa. Because, again, like, this is a latch-tish effort to save the ratings, and also because Fox and NBC are like, no, we want the big people, fuck you! You can't, they can't have Roman, we want Roman! Because, literally, they don't have, like, fucking stars. So, yeah, I don't know, this is a fucking terrible thing, but, like... I guess on the bright side, like it gave us the best thing on Raw, which was the two top people on SmackDown fighting over the SmackDown championship. What? Yeah. Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan in a WrestleMania rematch. Yeah. It, it got worse on SmackDown, though. Because it was two Raw people going into the SmackDown championship. Yeah, sure, but you know. Also, I sent you the link to the to the article about the video. You, you're the one that sent me this originally years ago. Oh, yeah, that one! Yeah! Right, that one. Oh, that one's good. Right, as I'm saying, just have him dress up as in a Sonic costume and green screened into the seats. I still think it should be the Sonic costume that, like, the his voice actor was wearing in the Sonic Boom seg- segment where he fucking inceptions out too far. That's true, that was pretty good. That was great. Yeah. Or just H-Bomber guy dressed up as Sonic. Or Larry King dressed up as Sonic. Damn. Come on, you've seen that interview. I have. Fun fact, someone did uh, edit the trailer of the scene where the, the cop uncovers Sonic, and they dubbed in the Larry King voice. Yeah, you sent it to me. Oh, good. I'm just letting people know that, that they it's good. It's good content. The point being here, Owen. The point being, I don't want to talk about how bad this wildcard thing is. No, it's fucking terrible. But, like, yeah, on the one side, it gave us, you know, a great match that I really, in- you know, I really enjoyed. Ah, maybe a great match is overselling it. A really good match. A really good match that, I, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it that more. It should have I, been on SmackDown. And we'll talk about it more, my actual thoughts on that match, uh, when we get to SmackDown, admittedly. But, um, yeah. It was a fucking SmackDown match. Yeah, it should have been on SmackDown. Everything else on this show sucked except for two, th- for one and a half things. Also, hear me out, John. The, yep. the main event of SmackDown should have been on Raw, and it should have been Seth Rollins defending his title. Yep. But, I mean, that match was very good, too. It was, but also Seth Rollins was... Ugh. I like Seth Rollins, don't get me wrong, but yeah, I, I look. The Raw I'm not people gonna should con- fight for the Raw belt. 
I don't disagree. I'm just saying I'm not going to complain about a Kofi Kingston, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn match where they actually all get to look legitimate and is on the show where good wrestling happens. It's true, but also put just put them on, make them spend. Uh... Yes, the whole thing is terrible. You want me the whole match? thing is hideous and you... mind melting. So let's not talk about it because no, it was a fucking awful no, thing. No, John, we're gonna keep talking about the the, the wild card shit because what they did with the SmackDown tag titles as well. Yeah, I know, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Why not? Why don't we just talk about it now? Like I said, we're all SmackDown I, the same show. This is all the because same. I want to just because I just want to get the two good things that happened on Raw out of the way, and by two good things I mean one and a half. I, I, I just wanted to get all the bad shit out of the way so we can get to the positive things and transition into the... Actually, let me rephrase that. It was half of... It was one good thing because it was two half good things. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Fuck it. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Firefly fun No, nope, we're talking about the, the other one. God first. damn it. We're talking about Samoa Joe getting all in Dominic's face. Yeah, as you do. Steal... Ray's son, you coward! John, don't you think he already has? It's gonna happen. Did you not it's see, gonna happen. Did you not see Dominus growing out Samoa Joe hair? Oh, shit. He had Samoa Joe's haircut, come on! Oh, shit, you're right, but blonde. Right! It's happening. He's, 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 he's a sleeper agent for Samoa Joe. This is fucking happening. He's gonna steal Samoa Joe. He's Samoa Joe has stolen Dominic. He's gonna get Wendy back. He's gonna create his weird bespoke family. This is the greatest thing. I, this is everything I've ever wanted. See, it was a good segment. At the same time, though, I thought this segment kind of sucked. I thought that Samoa Joe was not like being weird and vaguely threatening instead of murdering Dominic just for fun. Well, he's not murdering because he already has him. He did like I didn't know yet. I just didn't really care for his the the way that they did the segment of like setting it up like oh man Samojo's stalking Dominic he's gonna fucking kill him this is gonna be great and then just come, and then just come back from commercial and just like Samojo's like just calmly just be like you tell your dad I'm gonna kill him and blah 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 yeah John like I don't know come on. I wanted more, I wanted more verve and fire from Samoa Joe, or I wanted more of him, like, actually saying, you are my son now, I have taken you. No, they're, they're saving that for the pay-per-view. Man. They gotta save it for the pay-per-view. That is why I gave this a half good. Yeah, but the, the hair thing should have made it a good segment, because he's gonna make his messed up family. I'm willing to give that a 75% good. All right. I'll take Because I don't, I still don't trust them to actually follow through on it right. But do you trust them to do the Firefly Funhouse right? Yes, and that is only a, and that is only a half thing because it was also on SmackDown. Whatever. That's what I'm just saying. It was only half, it was only a half thing for Raw because it was on SmackDown. It was still really good. This is the best fucking thing the WWE did all week across any show. You know what my favorite part about it is? Everything? Oscar informed me that it is appearing in the uh, YouTube Kids section. I I did see this, 
And I'm going to be honest here. I'm really angry at myself for not realizing sooner that Bray Wyatt's gimmick was that he is one of those creepy deep fake YouTube people making videos of of Elsa murdering Spider-Man. Yeah, of course he is. How did you not figure that out? He so is good. YouTube kids section. It's so good. It's the bunny is dead now. Rambling Rabbit got fucking eaten by Mercy the Buzzard because he was trying to convert him into his bohemian lifestyle. <laughs> which is amazing. Right? And then Bray Wyatt celebrates by throwing a picnic for all the children that just, like, don't move. They're dead inside. They just look dead inside, and Bray Wyatt's sitting around <laughs> dressed like a fucking... Wearing aviator sunglasses like he's a fucking 70s cult leader petting a stuffed lamb. Hell yeah. He, well, he was petting the remains of a dead rabbit. But yes. No, he had a stuffed lamb. What? Yeah, I missed that. It was a lamb, dude. Fuck, man. This is so good. That's, that's what makes this so good. He's literally carrying over every fucking thing. Bray Wyatt is the only fucking person in this company that actually believes in continuity. Like, mm -hmm. everything about this is a complete fucking evolution on every single thing that Bray Wyatt has done up until this point. It's fucking incredible. Just the layers on this are fucking mind-blowing. Hey, John. Yeah? Did we get the payoff at Money in the Bank? I don't think so. I think we should. I don't think they should drag this out too long. Because they shouldn't. Then we'll drag be worried it about it, you know, starting to fall flat and people losing interest. They should just, keep, you know, keep building it up because you know now we got the children, and then in a couple weeks have to do a segment where he finally just snaps. Oh, oh, okay. I I see what you're saying. So like, he does a segment. He does like a Firefly Funhouse segment where he snaps and it just goes. Yeah, too long. yeah. Not he doesn't show up in the arena. Okay, because here's what I was. Here's what I would think. Like I could see them doing that at, at Money in the Bank. They then have that segment where he snaps. Just show it. Like you know, it's a fucking dead point in the show. And then he finally comes back on Raw. Yeah. But you know, you can't do the big thing. In front of a live crowd, because it won't be the same as being in his creepy little set. He has to burn down the set before the sentence. He's got his hurt and heel gloves. Cut back to that fucking footage when he's talking about, like, it's good to express yourself in many ways, including eviscerating Hamlet Rabbit! <laughs> So good. So good. The whole thing is incredible. I'm gonna be so sad when it ends. Yep. But it was a great. I hope journey. it never I ends. It. No, it should end. It shouldn't, and that's the sad thing is we're being here like it shouldn't. It should end because we don't trust WWE not to fuck it up. Like yeah, exactly. End it before it gets fucked up. Let's let's go. I'm just fucking sad that we live in the, in a universe where we have to like feel that way. Excuse me, John. We live in the WWE universe. 
I mean, you do. I killed myself to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you got back. It's not like you put that thing explains that. I already intimated last week that's gonna come out on July fourth. All right, I don't believe you, but okay. I mean, it is the perfect time for it to come out. I know, but you know, still waiting. All right, some forty-one. Damn. Is that it for these bad shows? No, because you wouldn't let you wouldn't let me talk about uh, this, the tag titles. Remember? Oh right. I was like, we should talk about that since we're talking about championship matches, and you're like, no. Usi hot. No, I don't want to talk about that. Just fire them. Like no. It's it's just fucking insane to me. Like, yeah, like, you know, in, in terms of other no shit rumors out there that like, you know, another rumor from Meltzer is like, yeah, no, they're doing this to completely devalue them to any other company. It's, it's actually like, not. It's, it's giving them more TV time than when they were the champions. It's true. Like, it's a complete counterintuitive thing. And it also like you're basically showing like any fucking company like, yo, look at the fucking shit that they're given. Watch them like actually make it fucking kind of decent and funny. Just the way that they're just like rolling around and like being fucking ridiculous. Like 100 percent. They're giving it their fucking all. And like what they're doing is being is fucking respectful which is just a fucking shame that, like, none of this is respectful to them or the Usos, frankly. Because it makes them look like a bunch of shit dicks. Yeah, it turns out when you give it to the Usos back to the SmackDown writers, there's there's suddenly competent characters again. Eh, competent, I guess, is one way to put it. But that, that's the best I'm going to have, because they still had some of the, the raw BS with them. Whoa! What? They just did that, like, eight times. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something real shitty afterward. I was waiting for it. That would require me to remember anything they said. True, but then they got SmackDown tag title match, even though they're Raw people now. I mean, it made sense that they weren't just going to give the... I mean, okay, well, first of all, I did like their justification of, Roman said we could come. Fucked up. Also, also, you know, funny, though. Up? you know what's fucked up? What? SmackDown Superstar Roman Reigns showed up on Raw, not on SmackDown. Hey, wait! You're right! I didn't realize that! Yep. What the fuck? Sure, sure didn't show up on the show that he's supposed to be on. I just, th- honestly, I just thought I just blocked him out because it's fucking Roman Reigns. Nope, he wasn't on there. Instead... Shane was doing shit with The Miz. He sure did. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. That was bad. No, we don't. But yeah, the, the Raw people got SmackDown tag title match, just like two Raw people got a WWE championship match. But hey, I mean, look, man, it's better than them just giving the titles to Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. John, how about you use the SmackDown talent? How about you build them up? I bet you make Smackdown them important. talent. Come on, man! I think the Good Brothers are still on SmackDown. I actually don't know. I don't know either. 
I think the clones are still technically on SmackDown. Are the clones even still in the company? Yeah. I mean, the Ascension t- are, so who knows? Maybe. But yeah, like, use the SmackDown people. Don't say, oh, you know, no one on this brand fucking matters and doesn't and deserves a shot at these titles, so we're just gonna bring people in from Raw. It's I mean, f- to be fair, what they first said was nobody on this brand fucking matters, and that's why we're just gonna give it to the former WWE champion and his weird lackey. At least it was a heel doing that. And I'm like, okay, he's, this is sh- shitty, but it's it's Shane. But uh, I thought he was gonna give it to himself and Elias. To be fair, and I thought that, that would have been, been funny. Really, that would have been really. That yeah, would have been funny. But yeah. This sucked. The match was okay. Yeah, the match was great because it's the Usos. It's Danny Bryan and Rowan. So, here's a thing that I definitely noticed in the Kofi match on Monday, and I feel like I noticed some also in this match. So, Dale Bryan. So, as we know, the rumors, as I'm sure you all know out there, uh, the rumors in the sheets were that reason Daniel Bryan was out for a month was that he had a concussion and they were trying to keep it on the DL. Uh-huh. I sure did, you know, and again, don't really know if that's true, but I sure did watch Daniel Bryan in these matches and, you know, especially on Raw, but I think also on SmackDown, he did a lot, he did not take a lot of back bumps. That's good. That works better in a tag team. Yeah, definitely is it's easier to cover up in a tag team. But yeah, he didn't he took a lot of he took a lot of you know, front bumps and, and hip bumps and things like that. Like I could really only count maybe like in the entirety of the raw match, like two times he took an actual flat back bump. What was he, Hulk Hogan? Yeah, I guess so. Damn, did Hulk Hogan have a concussion that made him racist? No. He was racist before the concussions. Okay, that's fair. But yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, just just the thing I noticed. Yeah, but you know what's good, though? Yes. Well, one, the SmackDown people won the SmackDown belts. But Yeah, it wouldn't have really made sense otherwise. But two... They put a video on dot com of them having the photo shoot shoot with the belts. That that was a good video. I did like that. And they're like, "You're wasting your time. We're making hemp belts. What is fuck's wrong with you?" And then also him like, co- like just, yelling compliments at Rowan while he's getting into his solo shots. And just like fucking talking tough to the the photographer that doesn't care. It's like, hey, do you know you're wasting your time? Do you know that? He's like. No, I'm just here to take the photos, man. And he's like, look at these these motherfuckers looking at screens all the time and said that you could be doing productive things like saving the planet. I, I fucking love this character. I like this character a lot. Like, on one hand, I'm kind of bummed that, like, he's just completely out of the main event scene now. Well, you know, just like, all right, you can't well, take bumps, maybe you should just stay here. 
Yeah, at the same time where I was going to go with that is like, yeah, if they really are worried about his, you know, his head being broken again, which it sure kind of seems like they are right now. If these are the bumps he's taking, like, yeah, it's a good I guess this is a good compromise to, to fix that solution. I mean, he was literally cleared last week. So, you know, ease him in. But also they need the, the fast, you know, quickly get new tag champs. And he's he is a type of person that could elevate those belts. And also, they they need to sell more hemp belts. It's just sad that like, this is really what has come down to with this tag team division is we need to get the former top guy and his weird lackey that's still not a very good wrestler to yeah do this. Have you seen the Raw champs? They lost clean this week. We're not going to talk about that. No, I'm just bringing that up, saying like, look, look how Raw's doing too. Tag tag wrestling is dead everywhere, but except for AEW. It's pretty cool how like they had a whole big thing about how they're not going to fucking uh, how they wanted to sign the Young Bucks and they were going to like give them all this shit. And then when the Young Bucks are like, "Now nah, we're good," they literally said, "Oh yeah, well you know what? Fine, you don't want to sign in with us. You don't want to help us rebuild tag team wrestling. Guess what? We fucking hate tag team wrestling." You know what? You're not wrong. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I wasn't a, a senile 73-year-old billionaire racist who's best friends with our fascist president, like, I don't know. Maybe my thought would be, hey, I'm going to spite these guys by building the best fucking tag team division in the goddamn world and showing them what they missed out on, what they could have been part of, and, like, you know, taking all the talent that, like, they think they're going to get and, like, being like, no, you want to come with us, like, because we're really going to elevate you. But instead, they seem to have just done the opposite and proven the Young Bucks 100% right for not wanting to sign with them. But, John, that takes work. Only in Vince land. Why would they do a thing that takes effort? When he could just be shitty and do nothing and ruin everything, and that also spites the other people. The mantra of this podcast. That's that's not nice. I, I work hard on this show. He'll turn. He'll turn. Jesus, dude. Come on, I'm done talking about the main roster, if you're going to be that way. What? I'm the mantra of this podcast in the sense of, like, we keep fucking dealing with this shit. I thought you were saying that we don't that we don't put any work in. We can still spite people by just being lazy. No, I'm saying that we get spited and we just keep suffering through it. It's true. True. Speaking of suffering, John, throw me in the trash for I am Sami Zayn. Oh yeah! Can, before we go to 205 Live, can we quickly talk about how Sami Zayn was thrown into the trash, and then the next night he had a WWE Championship match? That sure was weird. The fuck? That really is a great way to elevate your top title. Fuck At off. the same time, I mean... Look, man. Sammy's fucking Zane. He's, like, a legitimately great wrestler who deserved to be in that spot. It just makes it all the more fucking appalling what they did to him on Raw. John? It doesn't even seem like it's building to anything. Or the one thing it's building to is Sami Zayn versus fucking Braun Strowman with their alliance, their allegiances flipped, and it's like 
What? No, they're building up Sammy's new gimmick. Sami Zayn, the Scott Trash King. Sammy is the zump- the dumpster drowsy. Oh god, I hate it. <sighs> Can we talk about two hundred five live? That's it for the main roster. It was horrible. Now to talk about a show that was less horrible, but still fucking not great. Two hundred five technically counts as the main roster. I don't know about that. Whatever. Talk to me about the show. Let's talk about, like, the one thing on this show that wasn't a fucking repeat of shit we've already seen, except it kind of was a repeat of shit we've already seen. Guess what, Owen? What? We're gonna see Davari have a match. Great. Which, I mean, makes sense. He is the number one contender, so we do want to build him up for the Money in the Bank match. Okay. You knew this. I saw that graphic, and I was very upset by it. We talked about this last week. He became number one contender when he beat Oni. (laughs) Yeah, John, I pay attention to 205 Live. Don't pay attention to me when I talk? I do pay attention, but then I throw it all in the, the, you know, from my head into the trash. Sami Zayn style. Okay, well, fair. Anyway, yeah, Davari had a match with Noam Dar. Cool. The guy from NXT UK, I guess he's back here now? Yeah, he shows up every now and then. He just had surgery? I didn't know he was hurt. I think they're talking about from last time we saw him on 205. He came back from the injury on the UK show. Like, months ago. Well, alright then. He wears pants now. They're acting like the UK isn't canon. Okay. I guess that does make sense. He wears pants now. Well, no, because they literally... Nigel and and Vic Joseph were talking about how the last time they saw him was on NXT UK, and he got injured in a match with fucking Mark Andrews. Did he? Huh. Yeah. I guess I'm That's what they said. Too. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's what they said. That's weird. I, I guess he got hurt again. Anyway, the point of all this is to say they're about to start their match and then fucking Tony Neese comes out. Yeah, and? To once again do his entrance and wear street clothes and slowly walk to the commentary where he actually does sit down and gets on commentary this time instead of just watching the match silently. Agree, how'd that go? It was fine. Did he show any charisma? Real, sort of, a little bit. No, and not much. Like he's still kind of boring and dull. It's, it's again. He showed what he's showing is the wrong kind of charisma to me. He's showing just like being weird and smarmy and kind of a dick, and like maybe justified in his dickishness, but like still being a dick. Like most of what I remember from this match was him like fucking yelling at Davari when, like, Davari would get in his face and just be like, don't fucking pay attention to me. Pay attention to the match. Go back to the ring. You have a match. Go pay attention to your match. Don't pay attention to me. Oh, that's riveting. Yeah, it's, that's mostly what I remember about his fucking, like, comments on Davari and stuff like that. Um, one thing that they did do was they showed 
a segment from I guess it happened last week. Um, I I think it was a WWE like a dot com exclusive or something like that, where like basically Davari confronts Tony Nice and is like, "Hey, hey, man, you know I could have jumped you at any time during that, and I didn't, and I didn't." Because he's a baby face, you idiot. No, D- Davari said that to Tony. Uh, oh, okay. Like, I could have gotten you at any time, man. Like, but I chose not to. But I could have. Cool. So, like, oh, talking tough to him. And, you know, Nice spends a bunch of the match just, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, he's trying to play mind games with me. Fuck him. I can play mind games, too. Whatever. Can he, though? Well, Davari wins the match against Noam Dar with the Persian Splash, which I guess is his finisher? I like the better word was the Meowth Splash. It's not a great-looking splash, I'm going to be honest. It's better than Tamina's, but not that much better. Okay. It still looks like he's mostly landing on his knees. When he should be landing on his knees? No, he should be landing on his Noam Dar. Yeah, but on on the the pay-per-view, he's going to land on his knees. God damn you. <laughs> After the match, he's like celebrating in the ring. Tony Nice sneaks up behind him. Oh no. And Davari turns around like, ah, what? Oh God. And so Tony Nice so, like looks at him and says to him, hey man, you know, I could have attacked you at any point there and I chose not to, but I could have. Oh shit. So yeah, he says the exact same thing to Davari, and then he fucking leaves, and just lays walking up the ramp, saying, I can play mind games too! By doing the exact same thing that the other guy... Cool, dude. Cool. It's just... This is the main it, event program. I feel like Tony Nice just has the exact same personality as, like, Every other fucking generic Vince babyface of like, I'm, I do babyface things. I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm, I'm cool. But I'm also like, but he's also kind of a bully. Mm-hmm. Like he does weird shit and like gets, gets in your face and talks shit and is kind of insulting. Not in a way that's like really fucking mean per se, but like. He just kind of comes off like a bit of a dickhead. Again, like, I've made the comparison before, but it reminds me a lot of fucking Roderick Strong in NXT. Where he just kind of comes off sort of smarmy and shitty. And well, like, he's a heel, at least. Yeah, they they made it right with Rod with the Rod Strong. But they've gone the other way with Nice, and I don't get it. You should have stayed a heel. I agree. I think he's the things he does makes a lot more sense for a heel. Yes. He didn't change. They just flipped who he fights. Yep. And, like, he doesn't have enough personality for that to work for me. Yeah. Can't wait for... He's not charismatic enough. He's not, like, interesting enough. He's just a really talented athletic guy. Can't wait for this to continue for the next few weeks. But even then, he's like... His talented, his talent and his athleticism, like, it's not even a kind of thing where I think it's like, he really stands out because of it. I really, like, am excited to see him because of it. Like, you know, 
I said it last time about like the match that he had, but like, I feel like watching Tony Nese, I feel like I'm watching him do a routine. Like it feels like someone that is doing something that has been rehearsed. And it's like, Oh, I'm going to do my spots now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I do this and you do that. Like it doesn't come across like someone trying to fight a match. Yeah, I can see that. A lot, I think that happens a bunch in 205, though. So they it do does? A, they do a bunch of, like, high-flying stuff that doesn't really make sense. It definitely does, and I, I also think it happens in, you know, we're going to talk about a match on NXT where I think that definitely happened, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, it shouldn't be happening at the top of the card. Yeah, but it's 205 Live, so it's whatever. I know. Anyway. Hey, John, I have a question now. Yeah? Look at the notes. Why did you just keep last week's notes? Yeah, I wish I did. This, this, this just seems like the same shit. Yeah, I wish I did. But no, I wrote all new notes and it was the exact same shit. You you, you deleted the th- it and then you retyped it. So Oni Lorcan cut a backstage promo. Yeah, and? Here's basically what Oni said. I lost my title my title shot last time, but I'm a fighter and I've come back from adversity. So which I was like, really? What what have you struggled against, Tony? I I've come back from adversity and I'm a I'm a win the next one. I'm a come back better than ever. The end. What? Oni Lorkin does not have a character. Oni Lorkin is the other white meat baby face of I lost, but I'm good. I will win. I'm the man. This sucks, because Oni Lorcan is cool as hell. Oni Lorcan is cool as hell, but he doesn't have a fucking character. I think he doesn't have a beard. I was like, fuck. Hey, it's coming back, sort of. I hope so. Literally all Oni Lorcan's character is, is he's bald, and I guess he likes firefighters based on his weird American flag with the red stripe. What? You not seen that? I don't watch 205. He basically has a, uh, one of those, those, like, fucking Blue Lives Matter flags. Oh. On his trunks, but it's it's a red line because it's for firefighters. <sighs> okay, firefighters are cool, at least, but still. Exactly. It's, I, I have an issue with it, but it is about firefighters. It's, yeah, it's, I guess. I feel like Oni Lorcan might have been a firefighter before he was a wrestler. I thought you were going to say he's anti-Seth Rollins, because he always talks about Harson. That is a feud I want to happen. Yeah, dude. Anyway, the Singh brothers fought some jabroni jobbers. Cool. That's all you need to say. They won. Okay. Bali, Bali, Bali. Oh, so the Bollywood boys. Cool. Gentleman Jack Gallagher is backstage cutting a promo. Yeah. Talking about the fatal four way that will happen next week. Is it. What's it for? What? What's the fatal four way for? What do you mean? Like, why is this match happening? What's at stake? It's a fatal four way. Yeah, it's, but, but why? Momentum. What? That's what everything's about, right? 
Uh, that's why they had like three cumulative minutes of of women's wrestling on the on the main roster shows this week because momentum, right? Yeah, there's a reason we didn't talk about them because none of it made any fucking sense. Three minutes. Yeah, you blinked and it was gone. Some say Stephanie McMahon started the women's evolution. Some say she's killed it as well. Well, to be fair, she wasn't on the show, so she's wiping her hands clean. Anyway, uh, yeah, Fatal 4-Away next week between uh, Galher, uh, Humberto Carrillo, uh, James Drake, and uh, a fourth person, Mark Andrews. This seems random. They're in they're in London. Okay, it seems less random now. Yeah, it's it's two NXT UK people because they're in London. Well Gallagher's also technically, you know he fits in there. Yeah, but he's two oh five live. Yeah, I'm just saying if he fits in. Carrillo anyway, doesn't make sense though. He and Jack Gallagher have had a thing. Yeah, but I am saying the rest of Alright, I guess Mandrews doesn't make sense. Whatever. Adding the other two, the other two NXT UK people doesn't make sense other than the fact that they're in London. I, I get that. But anyway, Jack Aller is cutting this promo, and then he's interrupted by Humberto Carrillo, who's like, yeah, I'm excited to fight you again, I'm gonna beat you. Cool. So it was basically just the inverse of the fucking promo that Humberto cut last week. Great. And then we have the main event, which is uh, Tozawa and Mike Kanellis in a no-DQ match. Did they take advantage of the stipulation? Yeah, there were tables, there were chairs. That's fun. Uh, did Maria get involved? No, she was banned from ringside, along with Debye and Kendrick. No shit. And she did not get involved at all. That's impressive. Yeah. You know what? This was a fun. This was a fun match. It was a good blow off to this feud. I hope. I fucking hope. <laughs> ah, no, it's not. It it was well done. I thought they made good use of the toys involved and like had it feel like it was a build up to something. How many fucking times do I got to see this match though? Like, it doesn't matter if you're adding a bunch of shit to it. Like. I've seen this fucking match like five times in the past two months. Yeah, you're gonna see it two more. T- you're gonna see it again in two weeks. Don't worry. Like fucking stop. Like no. I don't care how good it is or how much you're gonna change. It's still ultimately the same fucking match. Well, who? What's the record in this? Who's won more? I believe Mike has one more, but. A big part of that is also, you know, that Maria, Maria got involved in, in most of those. Okay. And the few times that, like, they both... And then, I mean, there was, like, one or two times where they both lost. Like, say, for example, that match where Davari became the person in line for fighting Oni Lorcan. Yeah. This was... This was good. This was a good match. I bet I would have liked it a lot more if I hadn't been watching 205 Live lately. But I have. Whoops. I'm Whoops sorry. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry I did this to you. It's not your fault. It's fucking 
Triple H for not being able to book anything else in this fucking show. True. Uh, who won, by anyway. the way? Oh, uh, this is how it won. Uh, Togo, Togo splashed off the top rope uh, while Mike was buried under a bunch of chairs. That's fun. Yeah, again, like I said, they did some cool spots. They had some, like, they made good use of the fucking toys that they had there. They had a fucking spot where goddamn, uh, top fucking Tazawa top rope hurricane ronid motherfucking, uh, Canellis off the, off the, you know, the top rope there to the outside. They both went through tables. It was cool shit. It was pretty fucking cool. Did the crowd react? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that, that got a holy shit chant and well deserved. Nice. Yeah, like again, they had some fucking cool spots. There were some really neat. Th- there were some really neat things. I definitely enjoyed it. It was a fun match, but at the same time, like it's a fun match in the context of like, okay, this is the best one of this thing that I've lit- feel like I've literally seen on every single fucking NX- like two hundred five live the- for the past like six or seven weeks. Well, so you're saying that I can go watch this, having not watched two hundred five live, and I'll get some enjoyment. Yes, I I do agree with that. Okay. If you haven't out. seen any of the other stuff that they've been doing, which I haven't, like this is fun. This is a uh, this is a fun match. Cool. I'll, I might check it out. I'm not gonna that check in con that in con. Yeah, it's a fun match that's definitely worth watching and very enjoyable. That when you have the full context is a lot less impressive. For sure. So, is that is that that's your recommendation for people? Just watch that match. Yeah. Cool. If I had to pick, if I had to pick, like probably my favorite match of everything I watched this week, I'd I'd probably have to say the, admittedly the the SmackDown main event. Yeah, but that was a very good one too. Well, of course, considering who's involved. Yeah, yeah. And then second to that would be the Raw main event. Yeah, they both good main events. Just they put the wrong people in them. The Triple Threat should have been on Raw with Seth Rollins, and the the Brian. Kofi match should have been on SmackDown. Yeah, but then they had to do that other thing on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, John? Yep. What do you mean about the good show? The good show was pretty good this week. Not great, but pretty good. Well, I did say good show. I didn't say great show. So first we start with Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. Important question. Yep. Is Bianca Belair undefeated? Yes. I mean, no, but yes. Okay. It's very confusing. Pretty much. She does not know how wins and losses work. This match was good. Yeah. It it definitely had its moments of like did okay okay did you watch this match on no I I I missed the first uh, bit okay yeah the, the, maybe you will agree with me here maybe not the, I felt you know this match was good it had definitely had some moments I think Miam is very talented uh, I you know I really like Bianca Belair's character but I also felt like watching this match again like bringing it right back to the Tony Nese thing of a bunch of times I watched watched this match it just felt like they're just trying to go through the motions and set up spots here. And just like, there's a pause. There's at times there's just like a pause between things while they're getting ready to do the spot. And like, it feels like a rehearsed thing, you know? Uh-huh. 
I have a question. Do you... Which, again, I know it's de- the de- fucking developmental league, so, like, of course they're going to be figuring this stuff out. But, like, it felt very start and stop at times and, like, kind of jerky. Do you think it's because Bianca Belair is still green? Yes. I do think it's because Bianca Belair is still green. Okay. That's what I was going to say. That's most likely the reason. And that's I why do she think... needs to stay there for a while. Yeah, I do think that a lot of it is on Bianca, admittedly. Mm-hmm. She's fucking great. Don't get me wrong. I still really love her, and I think that she has like a ton of fucking upside and potential. But like, I, I still definitely think that she's pretty green. Yeah. yeah, she's nailed the character work. Now she's just got to get the ring work up to snuff. And that was definitely on display in the fucking ending. That was totally kind of fucked up. What happened? So the spot they're going for is uh Bianca is going to is gonna how do I describe this? Bianca Belair has uh Mia Yim in a pin on the ropes. Um she just like sits down on her to like steal the pin. Um she's grabbing the ropes while she does it. And She's, you know, the ref's just like, does the count. It's like, hey, wait, you're grabbing the ropes. Get the fuck off the ropes. What are you doing? And she she lets go of the ropes, but she wraps her hair around the ropes. And she just puts her hands up and she kind of like goes right back into the pin. And there's like, like a, wait, what's going on here? Why, why is no one counting? What's, what is this? And then Mia Yim turns it around and like, you know, tries to, to get a pin on her. Bianca flips back and then goes right back into the wrapping her hair in the ropes to to get like the pin that way. Did the referee see it? No. Okay. And- but it was very clear that yeah, the clearly the first time something got fucked up and I don't know who fucked it up, but it was awkward and it felt like it went on for a very long time even though I know it was probably only like 3 seconds. They should have probably cut that. I don't know why they didn't. Weird. It's like they have the ability to do that because it's NXT. It was a very awkward finish that very much took me out of it. That sucks. Yeah. Because those two are talented, but they are. again, Bianca needs work. Yeah, Bianca definitely needs work, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fine, though. Not great, but fine. I like both of them, and I'm, I want to see them do better. Indeed. And I'm a- sure they will. Yeah. So, uh, what's next? Oh, and next we had security footage of a military-style attack. What? Again, I, I was not watching yet. We see the Viking Raiders in a parking lot or something, or, like, just a weird, uh, like, exit to a garage or something, and... Then a car just appears, like, just pulls up in front of them, like, as they're trying to get out, like, it's looking like it's blocking the entrance, but it's also not really. And then they just get jumped from behind by the other Forgotten Sons, because apparently, uh, Morrow clarifies that the car was Jackson Riker. How did he know? I think maybe Riker appears from out of the car for a second. I don't remember. I was stupid. Hear me out. What if Morrow mm-hmm. was the driver? What if? Morrow was the most forgotten son. This is all a setup for what's inevitably going to be the match next week where the the Raiders 
yeah. are going to drop the belts. And then, spoilers, everybody. Skip like 15 seconds ahead if you don't want to be spoiled, starting right now. Okay, so hey, guess what? Uh, the Viking Raiders are going to win the match next week, and then they're just going to fucking leave the belts in the middle of the ring and, and drop the belts and leave. They're doing the Oscar thing again. Cool. Fucking dumb. Yep. Almost as dumb as calling them the Viking Raiders. Did they call them that this time? They sure did. Great. Speaking of people that are dumb, here's some footage of uh, Shayna Baszler sparring in the, or helping her dumb friends spar in the ring. I like these videos at the Performance Center. I like I like them too. Like I don't think they're bad. I just think that definitely watching them is like. I don't know if they're, like, actually trying or here or just, like, you know, putting on, like, a bit of a quote-unquote show for the for the camera for, like, the promo. But, yeah, Shayna's dumb friends are not good. No, they aren't. Like, even here, just watching them, like, quote-unquote spar, they just look not good. They aren't. That's not a bit. They just aren't. But- but never mind that shit, because here comes fucking Eo Shirai just running in from the fucking background. You just see her like, it's literally like the fucking scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the fucking Lancelot is just running forever. <laughs> it's like, you just see her coming from a mile away. It's like, oh, I wonder how this is going to end. And yes, yeah, she just jumps fucking Shayna from behind and they just start fighting and then a bunch of people appear and pull them off of each other. It's great. Yep. I like this stuff. I like this stuff, too. It was good. Anyway. Shayna's friends are fucking terrible in the ring, though. Shayna's friends are real bad, but it's fine because Shayna's real good. It's true. But it's still not fine. Shayna Club is fine. <laughs> okay, if you say so. I mean, they said so about Bullet Club, and we know how that went. Yeah, it turns out very badly. Yeah, I know, it wasn't fine, that's the point! <laughs> I know. What's Raul up? Mendoza has a cool jacket. Yeah, this is, this is where I jumped, I, I jumped in at the end of the, the last segment, and this is when I started watching. I like his jacket. Is that what you That's got? about all my opinion. That's about all my opinions on Raul Mendoza, honestly. But what about Riddick Moss? He's still very, he's still very talented. But like, I don't understand what his character is other than I got a cool jacket. Am I? I guess I'm Sammy Guevara, but I don't talk. Sure, but John, what about Riddick Moss? Riddick Moss is a thing. Yeah, dude. I forgot he wasn't dead. He was injured. What happened to Tino? Who? Tino Sabatelli. Who? His former partner. I, I know, but who? Man, come on. I'm actually being serious. What happened to him? Did he I, get fired? No, he's probably just being repackaged. So now Riddick Moss is all about the Riddick Regimen, so I guess... I love that. So in the, as they put in the notes here, so basically he's doing Bull Dempsey's bullfit thing, but it's more DDP yoga. And he's actually jacked. And he's got a water bottle. Yeah, dude. There's rules. I was, waiting for, I was waiting for him to bust out a yoga mat and do some stretches. 
Instead, he did, like, push-ups, and he did, like, other things. Yeah, this rules. Uh, I like this uh, a lot. I was actually pretty into this. This is, this is pretty fun. Yeah, man. It's great. It's a really dumb thing, but he's fucking going for it in a way that I really appreciate. Also, I also really liked when, like, he had Raul Mendoza in the corner, and Lady Ref was like, hey, get off of him, what are you doing? When do you have until five? Get off! And he literally also, as I put in the notes here, I do what I want! I'm on my count! I mean, you can't argue with that. He's such a fucking good line. <laughs> Damn, Riddick, okay. But also, the Riddick regimen. That's so good. It's pretty funny. Fuck. It's too bad the Riddick regimen doesn't seem to actually work. Yeah. Because he fucking lost. And I didn't see that coming. I, I want him to keep losing every time he comes back. Now it's the Riddick Regimen 2.0. He just does different stretches. As you do. But he just keeps losing. And then there was the main event. Yeah, this this is a long main event. Yeah. It was the Adam Cole versus the Matt Riddle. Excuse me? What's his the name? The Bebe versus the Bro. Oh, I thought it was his other. It was, uh, what's his other name? Which one, Matt Riddle? No, Adam. What's his? Other oh, name? oh, Alan Cold. Yes, maybe. Alan's cold. Maybe. Children. <laughs> I, I like maybe more because it rhymes. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, I like. Do you have I one? like the other one more because it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Do you have one for uh for the bro man? Weed puncher. I mean that's just accurate. Yeah. That's what you're calling the weed whacker. He should have a move called the weed whacker. Weed whacker is a very different thing that is very inappropriate and will get us banned from Twitch. Yeah, yeah alright. I don't know, this match was good. It was really good, in fact. Yeah. It turns out the Matt Riddle is very good at wrestling. Yeah, he did a lot of MMA stuff, and I like that. Turns out the Adam Cole is also very good at wrestling, although I will say that this match really did make me realize, like, something that I had been thinking for a while, but it really cemented this in me. I just don't think the last shot's a really good finisher. No, because it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it also doesn't help that it doesn't work anymore. I think this but is like, setting up that he gets a new finisher. I hope so, because, yeah, I, I just... He needs something else other than this, like... This running knee that just doesn't look good. I mean... Like, something about it just looks off, and I don't know exactly how to put my finger on it. Yeah, it just doesn't look impressive, but... Uh, Maro did mention, you know, he brought made it a big deal that saying, yeah, the last time he used this, it didn't work, and this time it didn't work. So, I'm thinking they're gonna get rid of it. I hope so. Give him, like, I think it would be the right cutter. call. Give him a cutter. What was his finisher in, uh, in Ring of Honor, New Japan? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe it was the running knee. I sure hope not. I'm I'm trying to find that. I'm also trying to find it. Why don't you talk while I do that? This is your segment. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have much to say about the match. Like, it was it was a very enjoyable match. It was really good. They both wrestled really well. They're both incredibly fucking talented. Like, and it shows. It definitely shows. Yeah, I really like, enjoyed this. I got, again, like I said, I got issues with Adam Cole's finisher. But, like, I think they did a, a you know, I think that Adam Cole is seriously fucking talented. And, like... You know, Matt Riddle, I don't think he's great on the microphone, but, like, again, in ring, he's fucking awesome. And, like, I think that they did some really smart things in here. Like, I, I like that they repeated the they repeated the, the fucking spot from the Velveteen Dream match where, like, Adam Cole rolls up Matt Riddle in the exact same way to get out of the bro mission, and Riddle kicks out. I like that they called I that th- out. Yeah, like, I think that was a very, like, it's a really, and what I also appreciate is they didn't call it out that much. Like, they say, like, you know, oh, he's doing the, oh, Adam Cole, he's doing the roll up the Velveteen did, oh, and and he kicks out, and then they move on. Oh, like, uh, John. Oh, uh, what's that? Yeah, there's a reason why he doesn't use his other finisher. What is it? It's uh, Panama's Sunrise, which if you don't know what that is, that's a super flip pile driver. Okay. Yeah, you you can't do that. I mean, he did it during the Gargano match. Yeah, but you can't do that as a finisher. You can do a lot of things that you can't do. Yeah, you, you can't do a pile driver on the reg. Yeah. No uh, matter how safe you are, come on. Do it, you cowards. Yeah, that's what we need. We need more people with concussions. Adam Cole hasn't done it yet. Yet. Baby. Yeah, Samoa Joe's real safe, but Tyson Kidd doesn't exist anymore. Tyson had it coming. (laughs) Whoa! Jesus, dude, you can't say that! And there's the title of the episode. (sighs) God damn it. Anyway. Is that it for the show? Um, no, because we also have to talk about, like, the, the, how the match ended, which I thought was really good. I, I, I didn't think we could get, go beyond what you just said, but sure, let's go. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is that Rod, the Rod Strong comes out to help Adam Cole, and Baby. doesn't really help Adam Cole, gets kicked in the face by Matt Riddle. But he also doesn't not help Adam Cole, he doesn't fuck up Adam Cole. He got involved, but Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam Cole taps out to the promission, and Adam Cole is real mad at uh, the Rod Strong for getting involved. Yeah. I, and then like the Undisputed this. Era, they fight outside. Or they, they fight in the ring. And I'm sad. I, I did enjoy them making up Cole while him and uh, O'Reilly were leaving. Yeah, I, and I appreciate a lot of parts of this. I appreciate that I appreciate that, like, the feud between them is, like, really breaking up the entirety of the of the air. I mean, like, I like that, like, the whole thing is basically that, like, Cole and, and Strong are, like, at each other's throats, and it's ha- it's driving a fucking wedge between Fish and O'Reilly, who have, who, they're not mad at each other, they're not anything, but, like, they're just kind of instinctively taking the other person's side, and that's, like, f- gonna be, potentially fuck their shit up, too. Yeah, I mean, they gotta pick their dad. Which dad are they gonna stand behind? I think that's really cool and really interesting, and I really like that. I, I especially like them, you know, sort of but not really playing on, like, you know, the fact that Cole and O'Reilly have a ton of history together. Mm-hmm. Like, what I didn't like is the NXT crowd. 
Yeah. Yeah. First they chanted them to fight. Then they chanted them to hug it out. Make up your mind, you fickle fucks. Daniel, fucking Daniel Bryan was right about you. You should show up and yell at them. Yep, he should have. Not, not or Kevin th- Owens. Don't, don't even air it. Just have him do it. Or Kevin Owens. Just come back and body them again. Yeah. Say, fuck you. You don't deserve to have any good matches. Brooklyn for life. Goddamn. Also, uh, derp in the chest as a full sale is the worst. Yeah, they really are. I'm still mad at them for uh, when Velveteen Dream debuted, and they got pretty homophobic. Yeah. I'm not surprised, because Florida, but also, fuck you. Indeed. And that's it for Heel Turner, production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. Go to the website. Oh, also, uh, before we go, derp in the chat, late, late asking us about Lars. We didn't mention Lars. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's bad. I just, what the fuck are they doing with Lars? I really don't understand. He just beats up people. He goes on every brand because brands don't matter. He's just... Braun without doing the cool shit. And also, if he stays next to Braun, he's very, very small. He is. I mean, he's just short. Like, you know... He just... Again, he's fucking wrestling Shrek. Like, he doesn't look scary or, like, really tough, like, compared, you know, compared to the other people there. Like, yeah, I I think compared to the people on NXT who are generally, like, smaller and thinner and, like, you know, I mean, fuck fuck, man, Adam Cole's, like, not even 200 pounds. Like... I think compared to those people, yeah, he looks like fucking big, big, scary monster man. But like the thing, you know, the thing that we always said about Lars, like when we were talking about it, is that what makes Lars interesting is that he's like a cerebral monster. It's that he's actually, yeah, he looks big and tough and scary. But what makes him different is that he's fucking smart and conniving and cunning and like can play you in a certain way. He hasn't done any of that shit on the main roster. He just shows up and he does like... The Braun Strowman thing, except not doing the Braun Strowman thing because he doesn't do, like, cool shit, like fucking destroy cars and fucking flip ambulances, or even the dumb shit that some people like, like grappling hooks. Yep, I guess it was just generally a bad person. Well, yeah, there's also that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's wrestling. But, yeah. Also, it's funny, we're wrapping up the show and the chat suddenly got very active. Folks, if you want to get in on this action, be here at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and we do the show on Wednesdays. Is there more things in the chat that we need to address? No. Um, someone mentioned uh, John Moxley, but we, we talked about him when that video went out. Oh, yeah. No, there, actually, there's one thing I forgot to put in the news. Uh, they announced what John Moxley's first uh, post-WWE project is going to be. What's that? He's in a movie. Is it a John Moxley movie? No, it is a movie. It's a it is an MMA movie. Uh, it's basically my understanding is that John Moxley plays the villain in it. That makes sense. He plays. He basically my understanding of what I read was he's playing. What if CM Punk actually was good at MMA? Fuck. 
God Because, yeah, his, his character is a former pro wrestler who became an MMA guy and is good. God damn it. That's really good. What if CM Punk but good? Shit. I might, I might have to check this out. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, good, good for you, Mox. Make your money, dog. And then please appear at, at the AEW on, on the 25th. He, he will. So I'm going to be bummed if you don't. They, they put that in the video for a reason. Come on. Or they didn't. Or the reason they put it in is because it's cool. No, he's going to be there. He's going to be one of those two extra people that are put into the Battle Royal. Maybe he's lucky number 21. Shit, he gets the first title shot. That'd be rad. That actually could be really fucking cool. I didn't think about that until you said it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. The film is called Cage Fighter. That's a dumb name. That's dumb. MMA is a dumb thing. It's true. John, let's finish the wrap up. His character's name is Randy Stone. Fuck off. Like I said, what if CM Punk but good? Sounds like a fucking Flint, the Flintstones thing all over again. John, please, for the love of God, can we end the show? Plug the things. I plugged the, the website. It's, what else do you need? Our Patreon. Patreon.cool. I said that earlier. Yes, if you want to help support us, because making websites cost money. Do it, you jerk. Don't call them jerks. We appreciate it. Uh, go over to patreon.cool. We actually have that URL. And for as low as a dollar a month, which is 25 cents an episode, which hell of a deal, you get all the show notes of all the terrible things that we write that we don't say. Michael Jai White is also going to be in this movie. God damn it. As is Anderson Silva. Do that make sense? And George St. Pierre. Okay. So yeah, patreon.cool, uh, 25 cents an episode, and then you can bump up for get more cool rewards. John? Do you, they're, the rewards aren't just cool, they're uh, cool. I mean, me and Trace are going to do that AEW Double or Nothing preview. John, social media, Facebook, what are we at? Facebook at... He's pro wrestling dot cool. I don't know. Type it in the search bar. You'll find it. Yeah, jerks. The, the app's weird now. The app is bad now. App was always bad. So is that website. Yes. This is not incorrect. Speaking of bad websites, Twitter. This is a, speaking of worst websites. No, there's there's worse websites. We just don't talk about them. Yeah, true. Speaking of, okay, speaking of the worst websites that we talk about, WWE.com. God damn. Don't go there. Instead, go follow us on Twitter at The Heel Turn. I thought you were going to say up rocks. I was like, God damn right. <laughs> uh, rocks. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. They should get proofreaders. They should. Alright, John, what They should also not fire literally, seemingly, everyone that writes for them. Yeah. John, social media for you. Anyway, uh, you can find me on various places on the internet at IamJohnGM. Except for on Twitch. Yeah, it's twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. 
excellent. I'm on Twitter at the underscore ozone, and I'm on TikTok. I don't know why I keep looking at TikTok. I, I don't. I don't use TikTok. Just go on TikTok and just look at memes. That's my recommendation. Any good? Any good, any good TikTok memes? No, I'm just reading that apparently WWE wanted to work with, at one point, wanted to book O.J. Simpson into a match? Yeah, of course they did. I bet it was Anthony who's convicted for murder. Even though not really, because, you know, we got away with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. Apparently, uh, Bruce Pritchard said that Vince Russo's, it was Vince Russo's idea? Of course it was. And Vince Russo has come out and been like, it wasn't my fucking idea, what? It was his idea. Everyone tweet at Vince Russo and ask him if it was his idea. Russo is saying that it was Vince's. Yeah, it was Vince's. Vince Russo. The other one, which admittedly, I'm not, I, I don't ever want to fucking defend Vince Russo, ever, ever. See that tweet I sent at him earlier? Yeah, I saw But that. you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if it was McMahon. Of course it was. Alright, John. That's it for Hill Turn. We'll be back next week with another episode. And again, people in the chat, we love you. Thank you for being here. Come back when we're doing the show and not wrapping it up. 9.30pm Eastern Time. And until then... I want to be surprised. I mean, he's a fucking double murderer. But I mean, at the same time, how long did he employ? How long did Vince employ Jimmy Snuka? Oh boy! I'll come back now. Here, unless you're OJ, don't. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.